Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. Today, Philip continues his recurring series titled Mind Over Money, Rewiring Your Financial Attitude. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. We are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple, brought to you by WealthBuildingMadeSimple.us. And I have started a new series of writing around financial planning 101. I've given a couple of talks and financial planning seems to be the topic that the world is... Uh, Wanting, wanting to hear more about in a clear, concise way, blending uh, the analytical solutions with the emotional solutions. And so that's what I write in financial planning, right? Not just the how-to, but how to align your emotions with your actions, which makes the process a whole lot easier. Um, so check it out, wealthbuildingmakesimple.us. Now let's get to today's rewiring of financial attitudes. First one is, I'm too overwhelmed by my financial situation to make changes. And the answer or the the mindset shift is, it's good to not make any decisions when you're feeling overwhelmed. The, the first thing to do is to not feel overwhelmed, which means to like just stop thinking about what makes you feel overwhelmed. Think about like, Think about overwhelmment, like, um, like you remember when you were a kid and you spend in, you spent around in circles, over and over and over again until you just felt dizzy, or or like those things that we used to spin around on that were like super dangerous. I, I forget what they were called, um, but but you would like you all the kids would get on it and somebody would spin it and you would spin around and you would get off. Uh, I still don't know like how uh, <laughs> how that was even a thing on the on the. On the recess, that's that seems super dangerous in, in context today, but yeah, um, but yeah, like when you got off that thing, it probably was n- not a good idea to try and like walk fast or run because you had no equilibrium, like your mind was out of balance. And so, when you're overwhelmed, if you try and make financial decisions when you're unbalanced or out of equilibrium, like it's hard to know what's up and down, right? You it, the, the simple solutions that uh were that should be obvious are not obvious because like your mind is spinning around and 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 you can't yeah you just don't know what direction you're going it's called a roundabout it's called a roundabout okay i never knew what those things are called a roundabout thanks steve and so same thing with your finances so first what you want to do is like stop your mind from spinning how do you stop your mind from spinning um and and the, the easiest way is to shut off all your senses right which is why like uh, relaxation, a, a good walk is a good thing because it puts you in a meditative state, uh, running like a runner's high, meditation, yoga, anything that basically gets your breathing in the natural rhythm of what it's supposed to be, um, the, the rhythm that like operates the heart and everything like subconsciously, right? You want to find that rhythm, which puts you back in equilibrium. And then as you find that rhythm, right, and you're able to think about 
your finances in a uh, un, in a in a balanced way, right? Then it's time, right? And and by the way, like you, it may be a while, right? It may it may depending on like how overwhelmed you are your finances, you just may not be able to think about uh, your finances uh, for a period of time while you get mentally balanced. That's fine. Don't beat yourself up on it because every time you beat yourself up on it, you like re-unbalance your, you know, uh, yeah, re-unbalance your mind. And so take the time you need, but once you find balance, I, I think the way that you are able to speed up the process of of tackling the solution faster is to like go general on money, right? So that's why I'm 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 a big believer in when you're thinking about money, like removing a bunch of specifics uh, um, before you go specific. Meaning, like rem- I don't I don't have any like time specific dates on my financial plans uh, anymore. I removed that because it created uh, an imbalance. Uh, I don't have any super dollar specific n- n- numbers. Um, all of my goals are converted to a feeling and then I can just feel the feeling whenever I want to. And I allow the details of what that feels like to flow out and, and, uh, and when the details come to me, uh, in a clear way, it's a super balanced, good feeling detail because I allowed it to flow versus trying to force it to flow from some unbalanced energy state of mind. So hope this helps. Next question. I'm too impulsive when it comes to spending. So it's interesting. I'm going to go like super science nerd on it, right? So like uh, impulses are how the brain communicates through the nervous system to the rest of our body, right? Through an impulse, a brain impulse, right? We get a thought, which is like an impulse. It flows through the nervous system and talks to the body, right? Whether we're conscious of it or not, uh, that's what happens. A, a, A big factor of our impulses and probably the the most important factor, uh, and I would even believe it to be uh, uh, the the guiding factor. It's like how we feel, right? Like like Apple has this heart rate monitor, and the lower your resting heart rate, um, the the more calm you are, and the more calm you are, like the better blood flow and oxygen, all that kind of stuff that pumps from your heart. Like what I'm saying is you get better impulses when you're more relaxed, right? And so impulsive spending become is a, is a another mental imbalance that's saying that uh, you're not like you're not relaxed around your spending, right? And there's lots of different reasons why you might be relaxed, but the ultimate most of the reason is you have a desire, right? IE like you want to feel wealthy and you don't feel wealthy, so in order to try to balance yourself out from an action standpoint without dealing with the emotion, right? So you're like going against your emotions. You try and balance yourself out by like doing things that make you feel good, right? It's the, it's the equivalent of like a drug addict. A drug addict doesn't want to feel bad. So they go to drugs to to kill the feeling temporarily, to get temporary fix. So like spending money that you don't have impulsively, like it's a temporary fix and it's fine but like once you look at your bank statement, right, or get that uh, denied charge, right, then gravity hits you harder, pressed down, shaking over, right, and just continues the imbalance. And so I think um, just understand that the, the 
don't feel bad about impulse of spending because like you just got a lot of negative momentum that you just you you your willpower is not going to be able to overcome so you don't got to look at it as oh I'm a bad person or oh I'm just not disciplined well I mean it's you know it's bigger than that it's more like you're trying to tackle the problem uh with willpower alone and depending on how long you've been thinking this way about this unmet desire, right? That the longer you've been thinking about it and haven't met the desire and have been doing the impulse of spending, right? The harder it is, the the harder willpower has to work to overcome it. But the harder willpower has to work to overcome it, the harder it's going to be to like continue to go down that path, right? So like uh, just give yourself a break, work on the emotional aspect and your impulses will literally change, right? Your mind will send your mind will still send you better impulses uh, around spending when you tackle the root cause first. Financial success is only for lucky or privileged people, right? That actually is like um, uh, true, <laughs> right? Here's what I mean. Uh, you can only become uh, equip. You can only become equal to something you feel equal to. Right, said a different way. Like, uh, if I'm on a seesaw, and two of us are of different weights, right? The one that weighs more is going to push the other one up and throw them off balance, right? There's only balance when they both are equally weighted. And so I'm saying it to say, if you don't believe that you're like, luck is a other word for like, unjust. Unjustified goodness. That's what I call luck. Like, luck is something that you get that you quote unquote didn't, you you didn't like have to justify, right? You didn't have to expend any work, right? You just, you just were, you just received it um, without any effort, apparently, you know, to everybody else, right? Or privilege, similar thing. Privilege is a similar idea where it's saying, hey, you got something without deserving it the the problem is i think i think a lot of people um like there there's nobody who is successful that would that doesn't find big lucky breaks along the way but what we tend to do to justify to justify our, our, our the word is existence or to justify like who we are just just like justification just a, a a human quirk like we need to justify our existence right it's it's super uh narcissistic um, uh, but we need to feel justified in, in, in what we do. So we say, yeah, well, luck played a role, but if I didn't work hard, right, uh, it wouldn't have came. And that's part of it, but, like, I don't know anybody who doesn't work hard. Like, I know tons of teachers, janitors, people who work hard, who don't have the money of somebody who worked less hard than they did and got a bunch of money, right? They they got some lucky breaks. So, um, so I think... Luck is a big factor, but luck is attracted to a certain mindset. That's where I'm going with it. Like, like luck is an expectation. Like, if you expect to make money, if you feel yourself equal to money, right, then, like, you get real lucky. And this is, like, scientific. Like, there's science projects that show optim uh, or studies that show optimistic people have more luck than pessimistic people, right? In healthcare, it's people who are optimistic get healed more than non-optimistic person. When you look at the data, it's not a statistical anomaly like it's a basically you know a, a pretty high probability 
a situation. And the only reason why it's not a, from my perspective, a perfect status, you just, you can't really judge optimism like objectively, right? So like, you don't know how often they're, uh, they're optimistic. Uh, it's just the re- optimism is a relative concept. My point is, you know, luck is attracted to a positive mindset. Like the fact that we may not understand it from a scientific level that humans uh, limits our ability to accept that truth. But like the truth is undefeated in how it plays out. Like positive people are more lucky, period. Like it's just how it works. Um, and so like when you're positive, do you still have to, do you, are there still things that you um, need to uh, do from an action standpoint to, uh, to, to make things happen? Like, of course, right? Because like, like we're just energy in motion, right? There has to be a journey. But the difference is, when you're when you have a positive mindset, like the work or the action or the journey becomes the gift, and the fun part, right? The fun part is like the action. Action is not supposed to be, from my perspective, something that is like a chore, right? The action is supposed to be fun. The action is the biggest part of the reward because, like, the goal is like super in the context of like the journey. It's a dot. It's a point, you know, in the journey. But the journey is long, and the journey can be fun if you feel lucky and you feel joyful and you have a positive mindset because then you get to enjoy all the parts coming together that you get to be a part of. Um, next question. Let's see how, how many more questions we got. Room. This, this is going to be the last question. I'm afraid of making mistakes and losing money. Fear is the energy of like depression, right? So if if appreciation is how you attract good things to you, grow things, right? Um, fear is how you like depress things, right? I think of like positives and negatives, right? Addition and subtraction. Appreciation adds, uh, fear subtracts, and so like I'm not I'm not you know like it, fear is is real. There's different things that we all have fear for like for example like if a if a bear walked through this door while I'm recording a big huge bear there would be a moment where I would have to get myself in equilibrium right and and balance myself out in some fear so that like I can survive right I fully understand that like if I can manage my energy the bear's not a problem it's, it's, it's how you have wrestlers who wrestle bears right you wrestling bear is a show of like your emotional stability Right, because if a bear doesn't know the difference between uh, fear and aggression, and so if you can maintain emotional equilibrium, you can wrestle bears no problem. That's how. That's literally how it happens. That's how in the Bible story, the way that Daniel was in the pit with the lions and didn't die. That's emotional stability. It's not a. It's not magic, right? It's everything communicates at an emotional frequency, and so where I'm going with that is when you're afraid of losing money, then you're going to attract. Uh, for lack of better words, non-intelligent impulses that are going to cause you to do things that like subtract money from your experience because fear is this attractive energy, right? So you're going to, you're going to be attracted to the financial advisor that has bad ideas, or you're going to be attracted to somebody that is a swindler, right? Or you're going to like spend all your money not have any to invest, or you're going to make bad business deals, or you're going to do nothing and inflation is going to eat you up. Right. Like like fear is just a subtractive energy and uh, like it's okay to live in it for a period of time because it's just a natural emotional reaction. And we all go through our 
emotional journey at different speeds. But the point is, like, the the more you practice moving through it, the faster you get. So that's, again, meditation, yoga, these things that help you master your emotions, help you go through the immersion, emotional journey uh, at a faster pace because we can't, nobody can get around it. Like the emotional journey is just part of the human experience. So it's, so like, I don't know anybody, even the best emotionally balanced people on this physical plane, like everyone has to go through that emotional process. It's just at what speed. Some people can feel it, balance themselves out relatively quickly. And some people stay in it for like decades or their whole life in different areas of, of, of their life. Right. But, um, so feel the fear but don't live in the fear because the fear is only going to bring like subtraction to your life. So hope this helps until next week. Y'all enjoy yourselves. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.